Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning, Ray Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Outdoor Line, streaming live on MyRSWest.com. Don't forget about the venerable TheOutdoorLine.com with blogs, podcasts, and so very, very much more. Coming at you live and on location today from the inaugural North Sound Marine Expo here at the Port of Everett and the gem of the Port of Everett, Harbor Marine. Good morning, Joey Pyburn. Good morning. Uh, I'm just so trained to go to the boat that I, I almost ended up at the boat this morning. I was singing about it. Believe me, I got my key handy. <laughs> Bob Buchanan, Bomac SMI, our shellfish wizard. Good morning, gents. I'm, I'm trying to go to the donut store at this time. <laughs> That's morning, not, a bad, not a bad plan either. So uh, I hope you guys can make it down here to Harbor Marine. Uh, Lauren Bivens and the gang down here. I, I was down here setting up the setting up our remote broadcast yesterday. And man, it was like a hive of bees flying around here. And and you called it, Joey. I mean, over in the, in, in the maintenance barn over there, it's like a mini Seattle boat show. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very cool. There's a lot of cool stuff over there. You guys got to come down and check it out today. Um, I think Think this thing is only going to grow and become quite a quite a uh, an attraction for folks here who love boating and fishing here in the in the Puget Sound. And that's a good point because it's not just our hook and bullet crowd here today. There's you know we've got Dometic, you've got Magma Grills, you know you you've got just a whole bunch. Daiwa Reels is here. Gill Sa- fishing. Gill down fishing's there. down here. Salmon for soldiers, right? They're going to be here too because we we uh, we need to get some more boats signed up for that. So so I hope you can make it today. And, and we're doing seminars, Joey. And and uh, I brought my my halibut gear bag and my rubber bands <laughs> and my big gamakatsu hooks. And I'm going to tie some gear for you guys that definitely you're going to take home. And Bob, you have I've done, I've done a little. I just I've brought in all the the parts and pieces for our little shrimp bait. Is it recipe are, and and we'll we'll have it all lined out. I did it in a small form and didn't make it too stinky. And it uh, it'll be laying out for you to take a peek at if you have any questions, and we'll be there to answer them. There and, we they, go. and they have a full full line of raised bait down here uh, in the store, and and then I have a cooler of bait in my car that I'll bring in, and, and we can show folks yeah. uh, what we do with it. Yeah. yeah, and and just looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll probably know half half or more of the people that are here anyway. So yeah. so I hope you can make it to Harbor Marine today. The seminars kick off roughly 10 o'clock and, and really continue uh, right through early afternoon. Uh, and I just really hope you can uh, swing on down there. This is uh, hopefully the first of many. It's a really, really, really cool event. And the Port Everett is, uh, you know, we're, we're going to touch on that a little bit later, but just kind of one of the most underrated fishing ports in, in the state, in, in my opinion. So we're right here, 1033 West Marine View Drive. Come on down and, and, and see us today. So meanwhile, on the, on the news front, <clears throat> a little, uh, shall we say, disconcerting piece of news hit uh, Andy Walgamot's blog on Northwest Sportsman Magazine, Joey. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't know that I've seen folks more upset about any news coming from WDFW lately uh, than than the news that we will only be probably getting about three days on the Skycomish for Chinook 
um, in May. Uh, we're going to get May 27th, 28th, and 29th. And, um, man, I don't know. It, it's really this this is a bummer deal, man. So, we have so many of our close friends and, and guides who kind of, you know, this is their close to home backyard fishery that they get a fish every year. And we're limited on, on some wild Chinook impacts there. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough one, man. So WDFW's position is the new resource management plan set in place some population levels that we won't meet with a full-on fishery, but it's so frustrating because this year's preseason forecast calls for 7,500 hatchery and additional 3,400 wild chinook, the both, the most of both stocks since 2019. So now we're seeing, and, and overall hatchery runs were up in the sound, and yet you know we, we're suffering this, which is brutal. And now because of the chinook impacts involved in a potential pink fishery, they're not going to open up the skykomish for humpies we probably won't see an opener on the sky on the snohomish for pinks until like september 15th or 16th and dude these they, these fish will be in good abundance in puget sound by the first week of august oh yeah, yeah. you know i mean it'll be and, and then by you know what sucks is by the time we roll around to september 16th the kiddos are back in school yeah and yeah. that's that's really the fishery where you want to get your kids out and, and whale on some fish and have a good time. And there's lots of fish in the river. Uh, so it's just a bummer all the way around. It sucks. Yeah, it is. I mean, but meanwhile, you know, we do have some we do have some tremendous opportunity uh, this summer in a lot of different places. I mean, I got a little heartburn over a 10 percent quota cut in nine percent quota cut in 10. Right. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, Area 7 did get a bit of a bump, but uh, we do have some stuff to fish for. But we've, we've not heard the last of this uh, this Skykomish issue. It's 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 massively frustrating, especially, you know, with all the time spent by local anglers to, you know, in enhancement projects and, and everything else. So meanwhile, speaking of enhancement projects, our friend Art Tatchell from uh, Puget Sound Angler Gig Harbor last week, dude. 85,000 Chinook smolts went in a net pen down at Gig Harbor. You spoke to Art yesterday. Yeah, yeah. This is, you know, Art, um, the the Puget Sound Anglers, uh, gig, working with the Puyallup tribe and, and some kids from the local high school. It's a pretty cool deal, man. You know, we're getting, bringing these communities together. Everybody is there for one reason. Let's, let's make more salmon so art's going to run us run us down through this it's a wonderful partnership between puget sound anglers gig harbor and and the puyallup tribe and it, it's interesting because if you let these smolt go out of the river you probably only get a percent yeah. back as adults but when you rear them in salt water in the net pen We've you know they could get it. five six seven percent return and and maybe that's optimistic maybe that's high but the point remains and and the other thing that's cool about this is when you're raising more fish in the south sound guess what we all get a crack at them they yeah. gotta swim by <laughs> all of us guys they gotta come right by here the port mm -hmm. everett yeah no question about it. so uh so art's gonna jump in and, and and walk us through that that as well we're gonna do a deep dive into the fishy crabby crustacean infested mind of of bob buchanan <laughs> i mean well you you've come up with more gear innovations and and more bait innovations and i mean you know, we, we set up that bait table last year to do the to do the shrimp fishery, and it was like, 
you know, it was like, you know, playing the, the, the organ, the, the Wizard of Oz, the right? Yeah, the maestro doing that. And so, and then um, we're, uh, we're looking straight down the barrel at a, at a May opportunity out of Westport and a coast, whole coast opens up for, for halibut. And so Nick Scafteron of fishthehighlife.com charters out of Westport, he's got a brand new 36 foot, uh, Delta that he just can't wait to fire up a run out there. Twin diesel. Yeah, and Nick, Nick is, that's where Nick grew up. He oh, yeah. grew up out oh, there. Yeah. He's worked on every commercial boat, Graduate, tuna boat, graduated crab boat. Graduated from Ocala High. Yeah, and, <laughs> uh, and Nick is a great guy. I've fished with Nick. Um, just, I was just out in Westport and him and I, uh, met up and just had a, had a nice chat, talked about his new boat. He's really excited about the upcoming season. You want to go fishing with this guy, man. He will put you on the fish. Wrapping up the show, the, uh, the, 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 the color man for the Seattle Seahawks, former, uh, Seahawk linebacker, Dave Wyman jumping in to talk a little bit about our Peregrine Lodge trip here. Um, Dave's going to jump in the first time. That, that Matthew and I ever went to Peregrine Lodge, Dave brought his son, Jake. And so, and we had a great time and he hasn't, he hasn't been up since. So I don't know what we did, but we're going to find out what we did <laughs> to, to break him. But, but he's jumping on board. It's going to be a great trip. Father's Day weekend, the 18th through 21st of June. Hope you can make it on that. Tell you what, we're going to pop out here for a quick break to see if we can't find Lauren Bivens and uh, talk about the North Sound Marine Expo. This is a great event. We're going to talk to you about parking, talk to you about the seminars and what's going to go on. Give us 90 seconds right back here with Lauren Bivens of Harbor Marine right here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. From the shining shores of Puget Sound to your radio, this is the Outdoor Line on Seattle Sports Station. Coming at you live and on location from Porta Everett, Harbor Marine and the inaugural North Sound Marine Expo. Lauren Bivens, you've done Built Yourself a Boat Show. It's been a lot of fun putting this together. And, and our little uh, East Hall, better known as our service facility, is just <laughs> chock-a-block full of uh, vendors. And, uh, and the red carpet's out. We saw, we saw the red carpet. I, lo- I love the red carpet. Um, and and uh, your platinum sponsors, Dometic and Sierra. Joey and I are absolutely in love with that powered cooler, man. We, oh. We, oh, just to have a, big, a freezer of that size on the boat that runs on 12-volt. Yeah, it, it's an awesome deal, and, and you, the thing is, it's so versatile. You could use it almost for any kind of venue you want to want to use it for. But think about taking it out fishing. Tom, you've used that uh, many, many times, and enjoy. You, I'm sure you have too to take advantage of uh, the bait retention and uh, just in general, just having that extra cooler on board to keep things cold and and powered up. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's great, and and Dometic has a whole bunch of cool stuff up o- uh, over there. I, I went over and checked it out here a few minutes ago before the show started. Uh, come down, check this stuff out. This place is amazing. Um, you know, one cool thing about it was funny, Lauren. I, I was out on I was I was here. It was like must have been winter crab, and uh, I went out with my buddy. I wasn't with Tom, and we were down at the dock, and this guy's in his boat, and he, his boat's not starting, not starting, not starting. And then I see him take his battery out, and here he's walking. <laughs> he's starting to walk up the dock, and I have my truck right there. So I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I got to run up to Harbor Marine. So I was like, just throw that in my truck, and I'd run him up here. He's swapped nice. out a battery back down. Very where nice. else can you do that yeah. where you can launch your boat, and you're within walking distance of a store full of everything you need? Perfect. Well, God, that's a great story. Gosh, it's never happened here before that it has a dead battery when somebody yeah, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got to be one of your absolute favorites. So, we're expecting 
a few people here. There's going to be a little bit of a parking challenge. So help us address that so people are can get kind of situated. We've, In addition to the parking here at Harbor, the Port Everett's made some stuff available at the east end of the boat ramp parking. Right. So thank goodness the Port Everett really has uh, been very gracious and stepped in and, and made uh, the area at the east end of the uh, uh, the boat ramp uh, parking area available for our attendees to come to, as well as so they can park over at Dunlap Industrial and, of course, in front of our store, behind our store. So there should be just no issue. You'll be able to find a good place to come and, and uh, attend the event. So uh, we've got uh, – I'm kicking off the seminars. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a little early at 10 o'clock because there's going to be some hand on, hands-on halibut rigging. But uh, but then um, Tyler Seebeck is going to do anodes. And if your boat isn't correctly galvanically protected, it's not fishing up to its maximum. Definitely. And, and it, you, you can either pay little bill by, by replacing your anodes or you can pay big bill by replacing something larger Absolutely. like a lower unit yes. or a shaft. Uh, Dometic is going to step up with some steering options. Uh, Dave Atwater with bottom painting, and then Joey is going to do his Lingcod presentation, which uh, you've you've done some work on since you presented it at the at the Seattle Boat Show too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I tuned it up a little bit um, for sure. You know, things like that are always going to change. Every time I go out and fish, I learn something new, and and I add that in there or or make note of it, um, which is kind of the the fun part of doing seminars is. Every time I go out there, I'm I'm doing research to try to find things that I can and pass on to our our listeners, uh, other other outdoorsmen and fishermen, just to make make it better, you know. So we get off air at eight o'clock, and in between that eight and ten, we're going to be here at the store as your personal shopper, right? We'll, we're we're going to rig gear for you guys, do whatever you need. I hope you can show up a little bit early. So, Lauren, what was what was your push? What was your emphasis? What was your was your motivation? To, to start off something, I mean, this North Sound Marine Expo is a massive undertaking. Well, it, and it's been great. It was just a, an opportunity that um, it was kind of pushed by uh, several of the vendors that wanted another show up here in the Pacific Northwest. And we, as we know, we're kind of centrally located in Puget Sound. There's a lot of things that launch off from here. And, and uh, so they felt it would be a good venue to um uh, show off their products and everything and all their new items they've come out with this year. And then there's actually quite a few and just things that people just aren't aware of. So they come down and, and get the information and see the new products. And, uh, of course, all that stuff's going to be on some uh, great sales. $2 barbecue, baby. <laughs> They're just going to hand them a 20 <laughs> Let's go. Chicken, pulled pork. Uh, baked beans, coleslaw, and it's Carolina Smoke. Who is it? Yeah, it's Carolina Smoke. Jim yeah. Dawson uh, with Carolina Smoke. Oh, the here. Salmon for Soldier Salmon guy. for Soldier Yes. yes. Oh, okay. yeah. So yeah. He, he donates all of his time to do the uh, San for Soldiers event, and he's going to be here with that great food of his. Uh, and, again, it's $2 to come down, and, and you can purchase that ticket from my daughter at, at the show. Perfect. You know, and, and there's one thing about the Port Everett that, that, that it really slips by a lot of people. In my mind the Port of Everett is the most underrated fishing port in the state. You've got the biggest boat ramp in the state. I mean, 10 lanes, the most parking, and there's always something to do here out of the Port of Everett. Yeah, definitely. I mean, right now I saw, I actually saw some fish, uh, 
come out of Mutiny Bay, some halibut, you right? You weren't supposed so, to say that. Well, I want, <laughs> I want guys to know. Here, here's the thing. Admiralty's had fish. Yeah. Look, there's probably fish on possession You know right there's, now. Fish, there's on fish, fish on possession. You know, I've caught them off a no point. Yes. Yeah. And, and you can leave here, and you can run around the corner, and you can go fish halibut right yep. now. Uh, we're going to have our, our link cod opener coming up here in, the in first, May. May 1st. Um, so, yeah, there's there's always stuff to do. It's a great location. We, you and I leave from here, and we go we go to we, CQ, or we go to the islands, and we fish up there. So it's it's uh, a perfect location to kind of hit every part. You know, you can head south right now, and you can go run down to Area 13 and still fish for black mouth. And probably do better go fishing Bob's neck of the woods sure. than you would yeah. on the freeway. you probably get there quicker, you know? <laughs> well, no. what would you rather do? Yeah, exactly. Sit on the I'd freeway rather, or be in oh, your boat? I'd much <laughs> rather spend time on time on the boat. So uh, getting back to the halibut opportunity a little bit, Joe, one of the things that, that limits people's success on the halibut front is just being able to run their gear efficiently. And, and, and I mean being able to drop it, keep it on the bottom, and do so without tangling it up. Sure. Yeah, yesterday, you know, I talked to some guys who were out there yesterday, and there were quite a few anglers out. They they made it out. Yesterday was a really nice day. Uh, but we had a weird kind of just mm-hmm. really um, soft tides in the morning. And neat. And, and I, if it was me, I wouldn't even have went out there till probably 11 or 12 the afternoon o'clock tide. and fished yeah. that afternoon tide. And uh, after talking to some of the guys that were out there, they said, after about noon, most of the guys had left, right? So they, the yeah, was. well, that yeah. tide would have been on the evening as that outgoing tide started to soften. Um, but we still saw, you know, a, a dozen sure. uh, fish yeah. come out of area six, a dozen fish come out of area seven. Um, so, so decent. There's, there's fish out there to there be caught is. right now. So um, we made Bob bring his complete shrimp bait. Concoction. You, concoction, spice rack. <laughs> Potpourri. I mean, you you got to talk to Lauren because we we may have some bait parts flying around when you fire up the white trash blender well, and get that I, stuff I, together. I, I did not bring the. I I wanted to keep the the splatter, uh, the aroma and splatter, <laughs> splatter at a minimum. minimum. You don't want to get a, any shrimp bait on the red carpet. So I yeah. proportionally brought everything down, all the components. Okay. And and they'll be all lined up nice and neat. How they go in, the order in which they go in, the day before, if you like, or sooner. You know, three days before, uh, but it'll it'll uh, it'll give you a good rundown, and uh, you can make tweaks on it if you want. Uh, some folks like to fish a little different. Will there be doggy bags for people that want to take a little? No, I didn't. We're not going to okay. do any taste testing. <laughs> <laughs> but you you could even you could even put your concoction together way before the season. Sure. And you could put it in your canisters, and you could throw it in your freezer, and freeze them, and then pull them out the night before and yeah. you're ready to roll yeah you would you probably wouldn't put it in your exact bait canister you'd put it in something slightly smaller freeze it uh within a plastic bag within that and then you can pull it out and shove that frozen puck right into your canister somebody's already been thinking about this go, imagine go, that. go <laughs> from there and i also know a guy that makes pucks yeah <laughs> yeah He's sitting right here so lauren i think you have every smi bomac product from the product catalog as far as pots the line winder, ropes, sea links, the whole bit. Well, why not? They all work. Yeah, I mean, everything you <laughs> Bob thought, thought it all through. Well, also, Lauren, uh, years ago when we, we we brought things, started to bring things to market and everything else, uh, thankfully he was uh, probably our biggest supporter. 
he really helped us get the ball rolling and but we Bob, appreciate that. But but Bob, you, you know the the innovation you've come up with all your products and truly has made it a, a different fishery for a lot of people. I mean, it just it, it, it makes it easy, it makes it efficient, it, you know, and it is and there's lots of variety too, so people can can uh, do with the products that fit their boat. You know, if you got a big back deck and you put a lot of heavy pots back there, yep. or you need collapsible product, it, there's opportunities for for both, and you've solved all of those problems. It, it, it comes from trial and error and making mistakes. And having days out on the, uh, you know, making that shrimp trip out for that four-hour fishery and coming back with eight shrimp <laughs> because of, you know, yeah. five things that went wrong. Well, Bingo. and it comes from and a passion for being out on the water and, and chasing these delicious crab and shrimp. So uh, before we let you go, Lauren, we got we to gotta highlight a couple other events uh, that, are, that are taking place. Um, the last week of June, right before the crab opener, and we'll tighten up the date. Is it the 27th of June? I believe so. So uh, is going to be the crab seminar here at Harbor Marine. And then the 12th of August is Salmon for Soldiers Day of Honor. 20, 19th. 19th, 19th, 19th. So, and also jump on salmonforsoldiers.com. But both of those events are taking place right here at Harbor Marine this year. So if you find your way here today, you'll know how to get to both the Crab Seminar and Salmon for Soldiers. Lauren, thanks for stepping in, man. We appreciate it. And looking forward to a killer event today at the North Sound Marine Expo at Harbor Marine. Well, thank you guys for being here, doing the show here. It's, it's been a great fun. We're going to have an awesome day. And, and uh, again, come down and talk to the guys, the experts, about uh, getting rigged up. Yeah, I, I just love having personal shoppers. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be here. Show gets off at 8. We're not doing seminars till 10, so come on down. Let's do some hands-on rigging here at Harbor Marine. Coming up next, we got Art Tatchell, president of the Puget Sound Anglers Gig Harbor. 85,000 Chinook Smolt went in the South Sound. We all get a crack at them. <laughs> so thank you, Art. Art Tatchell joining us next to give us the nuts and bolts of this wonderful enhancement project right here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports App. Welcome to the BOMAC Tech Line. BOMAC has all the gear for all your techniques, and SMI shellfish gear is simply the best. BOMAC, we catch big fish. What's well, kind of cool with the BOMAC Tech Line, you got Bobby Cannon sitting, sitting in. right next sitting to right me. In. But it's even cooler when Puget Sound Anglers Gig Harbor Chapter pumps in 85,000 Chinook Smolt into a net pen. This is a wonderful collaboration between the Puyallup Tribe and, gig, and uh, P PSA Gig Harbor, here to tell us all about it, is none other than the legend himself, Art Tatchell. Good morning, Art. Morning, Art. Hi, Art. Good morning. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about, about the project. I want to say, is this just off of Point Defiance Marina? Is that where the net pens are? Where Where is this? Where is this net pen at? Currently, um, our saltwater acclimation project is at the Point Defiance Marina, there is a transient float right uh, at our facility here, right next to Anthony's restaurant. And um, we're able to use that float. Uh, Metro Parks uh, Tacoma has allowed us to do that uh, with DNR's blessing. Um, so that's where it's currently moored, the one. And then we'll have another one with another around 50,000 fish here in the next couple of weeks installed as well. Well, tell us a little bit about the nuts and bolts of this, because just the net pen itself is a challenge. But to arrange a collaboration with the Puyallup Tribe to get 85,000 Chinook Smolt into this pen, that's a logistical challenge in and of itself. 
Yeah, we we uh, reached out to oh a myriad of collaborators on this. I mean, the partnership is huge, and and I, I I wouldn't have time to list everybody involved in this. So it's a project that we started oh probably at least a decade ago, and it came to fruition say five years ago with our first project down at Narrows Marina. Um, so since then it's grown. Um, we've made improvements. Um, we, it's all done under ESA guidelines. We have used local fish from the Puyallup River. The Puyallup tribe has been on board with this. They're excited about the science that comes from this um, because we're taking these fish out of freshwater raceways and putting them into our pens here. Um, a lot of the components of the pens were donated. Um, all this is done uh, mostly with donations and uh, volunteering. I mean, um, the amount of people and collaborations with different organizations and agencies been phenomenal. Uh, most everybody's super excited about it. Talk, talk a little bit about, you know, bringing in some of the kids and, and getting them involved in the science that they get to do and, and um, you know, kind of bringing all, the whole community together to, for one common goal, and that is, Let's let's make some more fish. Let's have some more opportunity. Let's see what we can do as a group and, and try to get, you know, uh, some more fish pumped into the sound. And like Tom and I are kind of joking, like, you know, we love the fact that they all have to swim right by us or, and, and we get a crack at them here in the North Sound. Yeah, you know, the beauty of this project is everybody benefits. So in part of this project, we... Um, Tacoma Public Schools has a has a high school in Point Defiance Park. There's several classrooms. It's based out of the Point Defiance Zoo and Aquarium. So this is uh, it's called SAMI, the Science and Math Institute. So this fits right up their alley. Um, and culturally, uh, SAM is a huge part of Puget Sound in all our lives, right? Um, so um, we're creating new biologists, basically, um, that are excited about this whole thing. Um, they're doing all kinds of studies from water quality to salinity, um, the different species of like crab larvae. They have traps where they, they trap these species uh, that salmon feed on and see what the population base is there. Um, let me, they track these fish because they're all wire coated tagged. So um, they'll be able to track those wherever they're caught throughout Puget Sound outside. So they're doing that. Um, they've got underwater drone research they're doing where they can take these drones and inspect the nets, clean the nets, hopefully in the future, and also make repairs of the nets. So that's working. Um, so that's a huge part of this project um, is the science, the school's future biologists, um, the Puyallup tribes, actively involved in that too. Chief Leshai, which is their, their tribal school out there is involved. Um, so that's uh, part of this too is also to increase uh, food supply for Southern resident killer whales. And like we talked about before, every fish is clipped, adipus clipped and they're tagged. We want the community to catch these fish so we can track that. We can do some good science collect that data yeah no it's it's a very cool man i love it so i this, love the fact that the kids are 
excited about it. I can't, I can't imagine if we would have had something like this in oh, high man. school, I would, yeah. I maybe, I wouldn't have ended up uh, selling bait for a living. I may have been a fisheries biologist. So this is going to go from 80 plus thousand to a, over 130,000 when that next pen gets in. So it's a lot of fish. Well, it is. And, yeah. and Art, talk, talk to us a little bit about why this is a more successful project than just letting them out of the hatchery in the river as far as return rates are involved? Yeah, very good question. So um, we have some ties with some Canadian and Alaskan um, commercial fisheries where they've done net pen projects or are doing net pen projects. And it's it's a sustainable project. So they, they release, they rear and release these fish in salt water. Um, they take them out of the raceways and the hatcheries and put them in salt water and it provides more space in the hat in the raceways, more fish there, and you're raising fish in the salt water. So these fish come back to the pens. Everybody benefits uh, recreational fishers all over the place get the fish for these. Plus, they scoop up these fish commercially at the pens, sell those fish, and it just keeps the net pen operations going. They make a profit, they pay for their products, and keep on going. So we kind of took it, modeled it after that and um, found out that their success rate or, or return rates were as high as 10%. Now, I'm, I'm not saying we're going to do that. We don't know yet because we're just starting to get that age three-year-old returning and up this year. So we'll have a better idea of what our uh, return rates are. Um, so so but, this, late, this latest cohort just hit the pins. How long do you keep them, and, and how often do you have to feed them and kind of maintain what's going on there? How, 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 when, do, when will you release this cohort that just hit the pens, Art Tatchell? Um, first of all, I just want to touch on, on, on taking these fish out of the hatchery raceways and bypassing the pollution and predators sure. in the rivers and streams. That's huge for survival rates right there alone. Um, we get these fish uh, typically around first part of April. Um, it depends on when those fish are ready. Some years there's warmer water, they're ready earlier, sometimes colder water later, and we work with the tribes. They do these fish inside now. But basically right around the first, second week of April, um, typically first week, and then we'll keep them till as long as we can, um, typically about the middle of June is when we release those. So you're looking at a couple of months, right? And we feed those three times a day. Um, and there's a schedule that we have from the Puyallup tribe and how much feed um, that you feed them. Um, BioFoods Oregon provides the, the fish food, or at least half of it. They, they, it's uh, donated. Um, so we have volunteers that come down, feed those from our club. Also, Anybody from the community can get on that feeding schedule. It's posted on our website, and um, they got to make sure they feed those fish, though. But they can get on there and get on our schedule and come on down on that scheduled date. And everything's provided down here for them to do that. We encourage the public to do that and come check it out. Well, well, and when you and I were having a conversation yesterday, our, um, you said, 
Oh, I, I just got a call. I got to run down there. We got a blue heron. I got to go shoo out of there. <laughs> so it's not just the feeding. I mean, you guys are monitoring these these pens twenty four seven just to keep predators away, and and uh, you know a lot of go a lot of stuff goes into to raising these fish. So I drive, um, we I thank drive you. by in the morning in my boat. I come out of my marina there, and I drive by in front of the pen, and that's when I take off to keep my wake down for those things. But you see all the 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 familiar faces of the gentlemen that have done this the last couple of years and they they're there and they're shepherding those things all the way through their uh their awesome. stay there and well it, it's really gratifying to see that art don't be a stranger i'm really curious to see you know how many three salt fish show up because this is going to be the first year where you're actually going to get some some three salt fish back is, is that correct correct um yeah our first group that we got long story short we didn't get the fish we thought we didn't have time to time to what coated wire tag they were clipped um i think minter creek lost the generator and we lost our fish and tribe gave us some so uh, we got those out in a hurry the second year are the fish that are going to be coming back as three-year-olds now they've already recovered some tags from as jacks the two-year-olds so um, they're starting to show up. But this year, we should really start to, to collect some solid data and going forward. Yeah. Um, going to be interesting to see fact, on I'm that public I'm down here right there. now. i got to go work on the pen. <laughs> <laughs> well, Art, God bless you. He's Art Tatchell, Puget Sound Anglers, Gig Harbor. This is a wonderful collaboration between Puget Sound Anglers and the Puyallup Tribal Hatchery. Art, thanks for, thanks for all your efforts. Thanks for what you do. And, and there's no doubt that it, it's, it's tribal sportsmen collaborations like this that are going to dig us out and, and get us some more opportunity. And, and I just love to see the cooperation between uh, Gig Harbor PSA and the Puyallup. So I think it's a wonderful project, Art. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I've learned so much, so much, you know, um, and it's awesome. I'm pa- obviously passionate about fish, right? <laughs> so it's right up my alley as well. No question. Art Tatchell, thank you so much, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. And, and thanks for taking a few minutes for us this morning. Thanks, Art. Appreciate it, man. All right, guys. Take care. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Coming up next, Raymarine Picks of the Week for April 15th. It's Brock Heward's birthday. (laughs) He's not listening. I can promise you that, dude. (laughs) Right back here, Raymarine Picks of the Week for right smack dab middle of April here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports App. Welcome to the Outdoor Line Picks of the Week, presented by Ray Marine Electronics. Don't just go fishing, go hunting underwater. Ray Marine, simply superior. Leave doubt in your wake. High-performance marine electronics for sailing, fishing, cruising, and commercial mariners as well. Discover what Raymarine has to offer at raymarine.com. Well, I, I checked in with a bunch of guys halibut fishing yesterday, and, and it was finally one of those days where we could get a, a, a good fleet out there to kind of see what was going on. But the, the morning tides are so soft. You have this... There's just no water moving. You have this seven-foot low going to a nine-foot high, and then we start to get that big ripper. We had a minus, uh, it was like a, just a minus tide yesterday, just into the minus. And um, I think a lot of guys, you know, that starts to rip, and then you're kind of waiting for that that ebb to kind of die. But that thing's not going to die till late in the evening, so you better be willing to be out there for a long time. And I know for a fact that most of those guys were off the water because uh, our buddy Nate Baker was back at Cornet Bay. He called me at about 4 o'clock and said they'd checked 11 
halibut. Well, when I looked this morning, the creel report, they'd checked 12. So most of the fleet was in sure. at that point. Um, so guys weren't sticking it out for the end of that ebb. And, the, and then it's only going to get a little later as we go through the weekend here to Monday. So, you know, what I would recommend is if you're going to go out halibut fishing and you want to go out early and you're going to fish that, that soft tide, you want to do some vertical jigging. Get out there, get on the drops, jig your way Take off the drop. Take advantage of the fact that you're not challenged by current. Yeah. And you can target structure surgery. There you go, right? Get on those those drops, get on points, find structure, jig around those points, and, and try to find a fish. Are um, you going to cover structure aspects during your Lincod presentation this afternoon here at Harbor Marine? I mean, it's Lincod. Yeah. You have to cover structure, <laughs> right? Um, checking in elsewhere around the state. Uh, I didn't even call our friend Austin Mosher. I just look at his Instagram yeah. and there's giant walleye. The walleye Dude. fishing over at Rufus Woods is still on fire. Um, it was sunny. Austin was not all bundled up. Uh, no bibs, no jacket. So the, the weather's nice over there. Uh, when I saw him down at Springer Camp, he looked like a raccoon. He's all sunburned. Uh, Lake Washington, locally here. The kokanee fishing sucks. The lakes are cold. I know guys who've spent multiple days on Lake Stevens. Good anglers. Not a fish. Yeah, it's Nothing. too cold. Just, Blank. Yeah. Lake Washington, on the other hand, for whatever reason, uh, checked in with Todd Daniels yesterday. He went down and, and actually went to the boat ramp south end of Mercer Island. They're still catching their limits of kokanee down there. So if you want to go catch a kokanee, that's kind of your option here on the west side. The Cowlitz River still kicking out some steelhead. Uh, obviously, we have the, the sock and Skagit open, and that's still been really consistent fishing. And got a shot of water. All our rivers really got a big shot. And so, you know, we're, we're coming down to crunch time. we got two weeks left, that Skagit sock opportunity. And arguably what could be probably the best two weeks as well because we're still on the migrational upswing. Not all the wild fish are up in the sock or up in the, up in the upper Skagit right now. No way. They're still coming. Sure. They're and, still coming. And so far, this has been a, a very, very productive good. fishery. Yeah. I mean, it's there's been a lot of steelhead, which is amazing. It's awesome to see all those steelhead up there. Yeah, I mean, just wonderful to see it. We are two weeks away, T-minus two weeks, from opening day of trout season, okay? A week from Saturday, we're actually going to have... Uh, have the the uh, WDFW R3 fish guy on next week, Kelly Reardon. Actually, no, Kelly's the hunt guy. Pahutsky, John. Oh, okay. John Pahutsky is going to going to jump on board next week and talk to us a little bit about how there some some angler outreach that's going on here in the state. Uh, all, then then here comes May first. Here comes our lingcod opportunity all through Puget Sound, every area. You know, 5 through 13 opens up for Lings. You know, we've taken in the San Juan opener, may do it again this year and and run up there. And there's some fun stuff to be had in the islands, getting some kelp greenlings and running those things down live. And, uh, you know, that that's a lot of fun. But I hope you can join us today. We're at Harbor Marine today until this afternoon. Um, you know, the, the, the inaugural North Sound Marine Expo, Bob Buchanan's here from uh, from BOMAC. And we're going to we're going to get your pots all set up. In fact, that's what we're doing between the time we get off air and the time we jump on and, and start our seminars is I, I hope you can swing in to Harbor Marine and let us help you out with whatever tackle issue you have. And it doesn't necessarily have to be shrimp. It doesn't have to be lingcod. I brought my halibut gear down here too. 
so so we can do some individual rigging stuff for you, send you home with some tackle, and uh, you know just kind of address what what you need to cover. And and if and if you're going to make me talk about saltwater salmon gear and cannon <laughs> downriggers, I suppose if you're going to force us. If you're going to force about me salmon, to talk about that, we, we can talk about that too. Because that's Lauren. Lauren has a great shop here at Harbor Marine. I mean, I, the joke is everything from coffee to crankshafts, right? Yep. And and so uh, yeah, I hope you can come down and and, and check a lot of that stuff out. Um, also looking a little bit farther down the line, the shrimp seasons have been announced, and that's actually going to be later. Bob, what was the thinking um, with that? Did we have some big tides earlier in the month? I, yeah, I think I think the tidal selection and also what's going on with other fisheries when they're opening and thing and trying to trying to separate it out so a guy didn't have a major choice of one or the other. You know, you. You throw it on top of a lingcod opener, and yeah, for some of us, it would be nice to be able to do both on the same day, but I, I think that they spread it out nice and put it on a good tide where everyone hangs on to their gear, and hopefully moving it to later in May, you get nicer weather, and it's safer. And that's the key. Hold on to your gear. You don't, yeah. You want to you want to go home with your gear yeah. and a limit of prompts. Yeah. That's the, any, anybody can throw shrimp gear overboard. <laughs> that's the easy part, right? Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for the next segment because uh, we're, we're going to dig deep, deep into the crustacean-infested mind of uh, Bob Buchanan and get you set up soup to nuts. Um, and, and we and we do have a packed, a packed, packed second hour, um, in, in, including uh, including Dave Wyman, the uh, the cantankerous linebacker, the former Seahawk linebacker that uh, does the color on on the Seahawk broadcast. He's going to join us. On the on the uh, Peregrine Lodge trip coming up Father's Day weekend, June 18th through the 21st. So make sure you stay stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, this this whole North Sound Marine Expo today is you know they've even got the Seattle Boat Show red carpet going on over there in the maintenance building. I know. I went and walked through it before before we started the show, and I was like, man, this is pretty cool. It's like a it's a mini little Seattle Boat Show. A lot of different vendors. You got Dometic, you got Daiwa, you got Taylor Fenders, mm-hmm. you got Magma Barbecues. You know, you, there's 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 Sierra products. You got Sea Dog, which is, you know, and and sometimes when you, you're doing a boat project, to have the ability to talk to one of the product reps, you know yourself, Bob. Oh yeah. Nobody knows more about that stuff than the people that stock it on the shelves and, and run it and install it. They, they can help you with a lot of things that will uh, speed up your your project you're doing on your boat as well as getting it done properly. And or really important. Or maybe point you in a different direction, so, you know, maybe something that they would recommend that you haven't thought of, right? You know, yeah. they, they know what the best, you know, product would be for your situation. And uh, one of the coolest things that, that – that happened here at Harbor Marine is they remodeled the east end of the retail space and made it a gill fishing apparel pro shop. I mean, they it's it's what we wear on the boat. I at this point I've been through every, every possible rain gear, rain pants known to man. And and when I when I landed on this gill gear and and the stuff we do to our rain gear, Joe, we're dragging commercial pots, halibut gear, harpoons big hooks you know well and the fact that you're you're still in the same set of bibs and rain gear that you you started with 
um, last, you know, before the season last year, you were in that stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's impressive stuff. It's quality gear. Well, we we kind of brought it to Lauren's attention, and Lauren went all in. Yeah. So you got to come down and check it out. It's really good gear. It looks good. It it looks good. It's very it's flattering ring gear. It makes it, <laughs> it makes fat fishermen like me look look look. Which stylish. is important. It we is. Want to look it, good it, when it, we're it, when, when you look good, you fish good, right? <laughs> all right, we're gonna pop out of here for a quick break. When we come back. We are gonna do a complete deep dive into shrimp with with Bob. Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning's Northwest Outdoor Port. Nick Scafteron of FishTheHighLife.com. We're going to talk a little Westport, halibut, lings, and rockfish. And then finally wrapping it up with Roy Robinson's Really Wear and special guest Dave Wyman, former Seattle Seahawk linebacker, joining us on the PeregrineLodge.com trip in June. All that and more in a packed second hour right here on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station, 710 and the Seattle Sports app. <laughs> 